Welcome to Teach, Think, Treat. This podcast is for healthcare professionals and students about teaching and learning in a busy clinical setting. Whilst our setting is a tertiary paediatric hospital, our experiences and challenges are shared by many professionals and students in other clinical environments. The Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub acknowledged the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional custodians of the land from which we provide our services. We pay respect to the ancestors, elders and emerging leaders of the Kulin Nation and extend our respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australians accessing our resources. On any given day at the RCH, we can have several hundred students undertaking placements here with us learning about paediatric healthcare. So join us to hear about these placement journeys, the ups and downs, and really gauge what it's like to be a student at the RCH. So today we're welcoming back Nicola. Nicola, you're now at the midway point of your placement, is that right? Yeah, um, I just finished the end of week eight, so I have about give or take maybe six weeks left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So pretty much in the middle. So we thought it'd be a great point to check in and reflect on your experience so far. Uh, For those of you that haven't already listened to Nicola's previous podcast, we chatted nine weeks ago as Nicola commenced her in her first week of placement. So you might want to go back to listen to that for a little bit of context. But Nicola, for those who haven't listened to that, do you want to just give us a really quick rundown of what you're here on placement? for what you're studying, kind of what your situation is? Yeah, definitely. Um, So I'm a social work student from Melbourne University and I'm in my final placement. So I'm in second year of my master's. Excellent. And anything that really jumped to start with, anything that really jumps out as major highlights of your placement up to this point? Um, Definitely starting to have my own patient load has Mm -hmm. been really great, really interesting, complex, and kind of terrifying, but good, <laughs> terrifyingly good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely jumps out as something that's been really good. That's exciting. It's, I guess, starting to see how I can do this. Like it's, it's, it's possible. I yeah. can do this. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. I think at the very beginning, the thought of, I knew I would have a caseload, but mm. the thought of having a caseload, I was like, oh God, this is terrifying. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of responsibility and yeah. autonomy in, in, in clinical work. So it's, it's good to acknowledge that. Definitely. Yeah, feeling a lot more confident and actually going in and being like, yep, I know what I'm doing. This is okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't my next question. Although it's daunting and I think, you know, you kind of have that little bit of healthy fear around mm. taking the next step that's really appropriate. When you actually started to, to do it, did you feel prepared or as prepared as you could have been? The first time I spoke to a patient on my own with my supervisor behind me, mm-hmm. definitely felt as prepared as I could be. Obviously, I made many mistakes and slipped up and she kind of like cut in and was helpful Mm. and gave me heaps of constructive feedback and was like, let's maybe redo this another time with another patient. This could be good. This could be bad. Um, And then from there, I've definitely gained confidence and gotten Mm. a lot better. And I've even started to see patients without my supervisor Mm -hmm. and I'm feeling really great about that. So, yeah, definitely a lot more confident now than the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the mistakes are so in important and to have the space to make mistakes with the safety net of having your supervisor with you is, is how you learn. Sometimes you've got to make those mistakes to be able to see the right way. And so it's so great that you've had that constructive feedback that has, you know, hopefully helped you grow to feeling more confident with your clinical load. Yeah, definitely. 
Have there been any kind of unexpected or really interesting experiences that you've had as part of your placement took you by surprise? Um, I would say everything is very interesting. <laughs> I mean, people who get referred to social work, there's a reason. Mm. So many of those cases or patients or stories, if you want to go call it that, mm. are very, very interesting, some of them. Nothing necessarily unexpected, mm. I would say. Um, but just, I guess, learning like how the referral system works, kind of understanding like how to refer certain patients out to other hospitals because they don't necessarily sit into our referral area yeah. or even understanding like how to do child protection, uh, freedom of information mm-hmm. request with child protection and things like that. That's been really interesting. Did anything take you by surprise in, the t- in terms of that's really different or has been jarring or um, a bit of a surprise compared to kind of what you learnt at university or the, the theory and understanding of things. Sometimes there can be a bit of a, uh, a discrepancy or um, mm. a disconnect in how that looks in real life or in practice. Is that something you've experienced? Yeah, no, definitely. I think I was very nervous coming into this placement being mm. like, how am I going to incorporate all of these theories that I've learnt into actually working with a patient and like a family, because you can't just be like, hang on, let me just read about this theory for a second. <laughs> um, so no, definitely that has been different and I've been able to learn how to use it. And it's been great to be like, you're talking to a family or a patient and then in your head, you just kind of grab what is needed. Mm-hmm. So kind of like, oh yeah, that works, that works, that works. And then like you're able to listen to the family and really reflect what they're saying and be a part of the conversation, mm. which is good. Like actually be present instead of being like, what am I thinking? Yeah, fantastic. So you've like you've been able to start making those links or continue to make those links between theory and practice, definitely. which is really the point of, you know, one of the main points of clinical placement. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any particular skills or new knowledge that you think you've developed since beginning your placement? A lot of new knowledge about urology, gastrology, <laughs> and nephrology. I mean, nephrology, I didn't even know that meant kidneys. Um, one of my very smart friends, when I told her, was like, oh, yeah, because like the cell or something is called nephro or whatever. I was like, what? Um, sure. <laughs> so apparently that's why, yeah. So learn a lot about that. Learn a lot about like NG tubes, mm. dialysis, like the transplant um, journey, a lot of that sort of stuff and what's really needed going into a transplant, mm. which is super interesting, I guess. You don't necessarily think about it, but it makes so much sense. Like the family can't cope. Like how can they have a transplant? Like it's a lot to really think about. Yeah, so it sounds like maybe building that clinical context yeah. kind of knowledge um, that the the family, I guess it's that ecosystem that the family unit is operating with when yeah. they're in a hospital. And so it's a pretty complex and confusing ecosystem to, to operate in um, the family. So they're lucky to have people like you to help them through that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so a bit more of a reflective question now, but how do you feel you have grown or changed since the beginning of placement? That is a great question. And I've definitely thought about this a lot because I actually just had my mid-semester review mm. or mid-placement review with my uni. Um, and that was one of the questions. My mum used to always say I'm like a bull in a china shop. Mm -hmm. So like I go in very fast. Like I have, I talk very fast. I have my thoughts are very fast. So definitely have learned to slow down a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been really great. And I've definitely learned to reflect on what I have seen and understand it. I also feel like I'm using the theories better. 
So yeah, definitely I've slowed down a lot. That's the main thing. Like looking back can see how much I've grown and see how much I'm able to actually pace myself and like really take a deep breath before I enter a room and be like, Ooh, okay, you can do this. So instead of just being like, hello, how are you? I'm so pleasure. What can I do? Like go crazy fast. Yeah. The quicker I go, the quicker it'll be over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not necessarily, but that's what I thought, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't always work that way. No. It? Slowing down buys us time yeah. often in, in the long run. So that's a great lesson to learn. All right, so, yeah, we've had nine weeks done, about six weeks left to go. Mm. What are the next challenges or what are you looking forward to in the second half of your placement? Do you have some particular goals or things you're hoping to achieve? I haven't necessarily thought about that, I would say. Um, I guess maybe building my patient or caseload more would be great, being able to see more patients and families on my own. Mm building more confidence, um, being able to do more things without actually asking people questions, so kind of having more autonomy. Yeah. I did actually get asked that the other day, like, oh, what, do you, what does it look like at the end of your placement? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I go home. I mean, it sounds like you, you do have some good goals in there yeah. around, like you said, you know, consolidating and building independent practice, which is, you know, really important at, yeah. at the stage you're at. But there's always time for extra reflection and to, Definitely, to yeah. think about things as you go along as well. Well, thank you for sharing your experiences at the midpoint of your placement. Uh, Really helpful insights for fellow students and for us clinical educators to sort of see what it feels like and what's going on in the heads of our learners. And thank you for your honesty and, and sharing your reflections with us as well. And I wish you all the best for the second half of your placement. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, I found this podcast super helpful and actually has allowed me to reflect and really trying to think about what I'm doing. So thank you for letting me be a part of it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Teach, Think, Treat, part of the Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub podcast series. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, check out our other podcast channel, Conversation with the Experts, where professionals from the Melbourne Children's Campus provide advice and insights, tips and tricks, and discuss the latest research findings on a range of topics.